Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mad Yet Mighty. I'm your host, Megan Cipollone, and it has been a minute. (laughs) It's like weird. I like have been not putting off recording, but I've been kind of like preparing and kind of getting back from vacation. And I just recently started my new job. So these this week has just been kind of like an exciting kickback for me. But it feels so good to be back. I spent last week in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I've never been there before. That was like the first time going. And it, like it was it was nice. Like I liked it. It was everyone like literally every single person that I talked to before I left was like, oh, yeah, well, it's different. Like the ocean's different and it's it's the Atlantic and it's really choppy and it's really rough and and the beaches are not as pretty and rocky. I just like no one ever was like, oh, my God, I love I love murder. Like everyone always had something to say about it. So I was like, OK, like I'm just excited to be going like away and like it's still a beach. It's still going to be hot. I liked it. Like it was different. I mean, I'm used to like more very not populated places in Florida and I like a little like touristy feel but we kind of stayed off of like the main touristy area we were more so in like a residential area so the beaches that we stayed on were like family beaches and they had we were right next door to the Marriott Resort which more about that later but yeah so the beaches were not bad I mean we were down there for the 4th of July so I thought the beaches were going to be just like shit packed and they really weren't like I was I was surprised it was like the same people every day and the like the public beach access that we used was right by the Marriott so there was all the Marriott stuff but like we were on the other side super clear weather was amazing weather was great every single day hot sunny skies water was like phenomenally warm really wasn't rough it got rough more so towards the end of the week but then of course like our last two days the water or like our last day it was like bath water it was really pretty but so yeah like the first day we were down there we well we got down there on a Saturday and we all like got down there we got down there like early early afternoon and by the time we had like gotten unpacked and everything like we went down to the beach a little bit later and I'm always like fascinated by the people who are like fishing on the beach like one fishing on the beach makes me a little bit scared because like hello sharks but like I don't know it's crazy so of course the first night we're there we see this we well one my brother like starts running over to this guy because he could see that he's caught something and so I'm like all right I'm getting my phone out because shit's about to go down and I'm definitely gonna get this creature on film so like we're running over and it's this huge stingray and I'm like one like part of me is like oh my god he got stuck on a hook and now he can't get out but then I'm like oh my god this is so freaking cool and everyone's like surrounding around him and like these fishermen are like oh yeah and then like by the time like they like kind of looked around at everyone did everyone get their picture and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and the one guy picked him up by his, like, by, like, the top of his head, by his eye socket, just picked him up and just chucked him back. Not chucked him. He was gentle with him. But he, like, put him back out there, and then off he went. I was crazy. But I was so excited because I was expecting to see way more marine life. And that was pretty much the only thing I saw. Now, my brother and my boyfriend went out and went scootering one day, motor scootering, because... 
my boyfriend wanted to do that so bad and he got his wish. They went scootering and they went out on the second Avenue pier and they saw sharks. Okay. I am so pissed and I'm still pissed about it. I'm still jealous. I'm fine with it and I've settled with it and I've accepted the fact that I didn't get to see any sharks, but they caught on video of like three sharks swimming around like circling around because everyone's fishing off this pier. It's insane. We went down there later that week and it was actually really awesome. But there's just like a ton of people, a lot of men, a lot of men from different countries just sitting there with their chopped off fish heads, just fishing off this pier. And then like a couple yards away, there's people swimming. I'm just, I'm completely baffled by people who just swim. Like, I mean, even if I'm like a far, like a bit ways down from the pier, if I'm still like right by the pier, like in like a couple buildings over, like I'm not swimming. Like there's no way I'm going out there because like there are sharks. And on July 2nd, which I think it was like the 4th was a Wednesday. So on July 2nd, a girl, a little girl was bit by a shark right by the pier. We saw that when we were down there. It's like, you got to be kidding me. So yeah. I don't, that thing, the whole thing completely baffles me why people let their kid. Anyway, so that happened. So the one thing that I have not been to and never really honestly, like, knew that it was a thing, but there's like a million and one, you drive into the main strip of like, like you drive into Myrtle Beach or whatever, on like, not Ocean, was it Ocean Avenue? Ocean Avenue or something, whatever, the boulevard. And it's just all you can eat seafood place after all you can eat seafood place. And I was like, wait, what? And then I start seeing like all you can eat gourmet seafood, gourmet buffets, calabash, calabash, calabash. I was like, I don't know what the hell a calabash is, but I'm freaking in. And I'm seeing all of these. And I'm like, what, what is this? And there's just one after the other, after the other, literally, if you didn't own an all you can eat seafood place or some kind of other restaurant, like you're pretty much out of business. Like it was crazy. So you pretty much go down there and open up a restaurant and open up a buffet or open up some kind of restaurant and you're good. But other than that, like the businesses down there, there was like, there's not, it was just wild. It's wild. Either open up a damn beach store, open up a wings. You know what I'm talking about, a wings, where you, even though you've been in a wings once, you got to go in every single time. And even though you have 70 million coffee cups or 70 million t-shirts or, you know, little goo gads, diz dads at the, at, at the checkout. I mean, I've, I've been a sucker to the checkout gizmo, little, you know, trinket, and they have shit ton there. But of course we have to stop in the wings, the huge wing stores. But basically if you open up a beach retail like not a big ass retail shop or a all-you-can-eat seafood buffet you're pretty much in business but we went to one called benjamin's gourmet seafood buffet calabash they had over 170 seafood options so i knew like it was going to be busy because when we called the place they said that people literally like line up out the door so I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I mean, obviously, the place is probably like, you know, it's probably a size of like a Golden Corral. I mean, I'm comparing to this the Golden Corral, which I'm I'm extremely familiar with. And I'd like to say I'm proud. I enjoy a great Golden Corral buffet like the rest of them. 
Okay. I love the meat counter. I love getting me some rare meat. I love getting rolls and that's pretty much all I get there. I gorge myself on raw prime rib and rolls and then a soft serve ice cream cone, maybe some mashed potatoes. And I'm, and I'm a happy chick. I'm a happy gal. I like maybe some, some gummy bears, maybe on top of the ice cream. I know that's a weird combo and they get hard and then I can't chew them and then I get mad, but I do it every single time. And you know what? I enjoy it. So I'm not one that's, you know, shy to a buffet we pull up to benjamin's benjamin's is like the original whatever it's one of the big this place a is freaking huge they have like life-size buoys in the parking lot just huge huge like jungle gym style things the place the restaurant is absolutely ginormous okay the restaurant next door is the same size and it has a ginormous big crab on top of the entrance with a chef's hat which I was absolutely 100 like in love with and I wanted to go there just because the crab was on top wearing a chef's hat but we went to the place next door which was a little bit more class like a little bit more classier looking the other place I was like a little bit nervous we walk in this place and by the way we're walking in with like 20 people like 20 other people like I mean people are pulling in and out of this place like they're giving shit away for free and we're walking in and I'm like whoa what the hell did we just walk into and it's crowded and it's busy and like the second I walked in I was like okay this is how it's gonna be like this is gonna be one of those things where it's like you are like in it to the death you're an offensive walker you know don't eat eat, eat, eat with people like you just gotta pick a path make look straight ahead don't make eye contact with anyone and just get in there because you'll get stuck playing the playing the dance game with people and it's no absolutely not so Long story short, we get our table and our waitress is a sweet little gal, sweet little South Carolina gal. And she's chatting us up and she starts telling us how there's 10 dining rooms and the restaurant holds 1000 people. And I'm just like, uh, 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 I'm sorry, what? And the rooms are just filled with people and the buffet, like you walk in and I was, I was actually legitimately concerned at one time that I was going to get lost for my family. Like when we sat down at our table, I'm like, I don't want to go alone. I'm, I'm scared. But then I like snapped out of it real quick. And when, once we got the go ahead, I was up and gone. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. There is people coming from every direction. There is food as far as the eye can see. I mean, there is absolutely everything. And I was on a one track mine. I saw hot crawfish. I knew I was going to hit that. I knew I was going to hit other things. And I knew I was going for the crab legs and all you can eat crab legs. Mama is in. So I hit, I, you know, hit the crab leg line first and I go through just to kind of like I kind of had to like get my bearings about me so I'm kind of like okay so I went through the crab line and this guy is just shucking crab legs on plates I mean you literally hold your plate up like you're getting you know like in the old cafeteria line you're getting slopped just slapped on your plate you hold your plate up and he's throwing crab legs on people are doubling up plates like holding two plates and get one then getting the other plate full I'm like oh wow that's I mean it was crazy sit down crawfish or you know I haven't had good crawfish since New Orleans I tried having crawfish somewhere else and they're always just drying and ever since I've had crawfish in New Orleans I have mouthwaterly craved them and want them I was in hog heaven I didn't say a single word while we were there got up went back like a just bang another full plate of crawfish grabbed 
two more plates. I'm walking around with three plates at a time, people stacking them on. And I'm wearing like wedges and jeans. Like, and I, I'm not someone who can't walk. I know how to walk in shoes. I went and I got a whole bowl full of crawfish, then a plate, and I'm holding that. Then I grabbed two other plates because I'm like, I'm going back and getting two, baby. Let's go. And I hold them out and then I'm stacking them and I'm walking them. I walk back to the table. I didn't, I literally didn't say a single word. At one point, I'm pretty sure my, my dad literally said, I, you have not said a single word. I said, I came here for one reason and I had a mission and that mission was to eat my, to eat my money's worth and more in unlimited crab legs and crawfish and seafood and that's exactly what I did it was awesome and I would do it I probably the salt the salt that I retained that night I mean I honestly woke up the next morning expecting to look like the chick from Willy Wonka minus being blue I thought I was gonna swell up like a damn blowfish and shockingly enough I didn't but I was drinking I mean I was could not it was it was insane so that was that experience, let alone the all kinds of kinds that you see inside of an all-you-can-eat gourmet seafood buffet. Let me just tell you, oh my god. Luckily, I kind of like did a tunnel vision when I went in there and just kind of like blacked out and knew that I had a job and knew I was there for a purpose or else I think I would have been really, it actually wasn't like when I go into gold or golden corral, I'm actually like disgusted and I have to like genuinely focus on not being disgusted by the people around me or else it's going to ruin my, my delicious, delectable prime raw prime rib and, and rolls. And I cannot have anyone do that. Here, it really wasn't that bad. It was just the amount of people and like all the people in there. It was my other family members were like, I like gave them like anxiety and they couldn't handle it. But I, I was like, I would go back every single night and I would pay every single night because I like it that much. So that was that. Yeah. Quite the experience. So the other like main thing that I'm going to like touch on. So we stayed in this adorable little beach bungalow. But we, the reason we went down there is one of my dad's um, employees has a place. But so we stayed there and they kept telling us all week. So we were a, a couple blocks off of the beach, which didn't matter. We had a golf cart. It was awesome. We got to drive the golf cart every day. And it was literally right down the road. And it was like a quick little drive. But so he kept telling us since there was no pool, like they use the Marriott Resort pool and they walk in and they don't check your wristbands and they have just always done that like they never check so you know my family's like okay they told us to do it and it's right down the way and like just you know use their you know their pool's great okay so the first day we go down there and you know we're all kind of getting our getting our bearings about us and you know we have a couple of drinks and it, later on and we want to kind of go check it out and we we honestly had no like no idea what like we saw the boardwalk and we were just gonna walk up there and just act like we were guests we just assumed you know it was my my boyfriend and I were the first ones to go we're just like we're gonna walk up we have our cup I had my little like my little over the bag per like little bag with me and we looked like a couple who was just going back to the room so like we walked up and we like scoped the place out and it was so nice. And they had cabanas and the pool was huge and the palm trees and they had rows of just huge hammocks that you could lay in. And I was like, uh, we're coming here every day. Like, this is amazing. 
So there's like huge life-size chessboards, a water slide. It's just swanky. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So Brad goes to the bathroom and I'm like kind of checking it out. I'm like scanning the place. I'm like, okay, what's going to make us not look like we belong here? Like, is there something that they have that we don't? And I was kind of drunk. So like I I wasn't, I was, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for like wristbands or something. I didn't see anything. Okay. So we leave and we're like, oh my God, jackpot. Like we walked in, no one said anything. Just act like you own the place, like shower and like have something with you, wash off and just go straight to the pool. So like we go and do it if like we go and to because there's a restroom that I wasn't using but two people wanted to use out of our group which I'm not going to name their names and call them out for not being able to just like pee in the ocean like regular human beings but and then besides that we were like using the pool so my brother my two brothers come back one time and they're like so we just got turned away and I was like what and this was like the first I'm pretty sure this is like the first or the second day I'm like you've got to be kidding me because we were planning on using that pool and I was like you literally just crushed my dreams so the chick asked them do you all have your wristbands and they were like uh uh like no and she's like okay well you have to have your wristband whatever so they come back so they have wrist and at first we like weren't sure if that was a thing we're like do they really have wristbands or were they just messing with us I was like she was probably just messing with you because you two were idiots you didn't bring anything with you and you didn't look like and I was all you know you know bitchy well come to find out they have wristbands because my dad and then my brother go up late like and like the next day they go up and if they don't get asked or anything and so everyone has these blue wristbands so now like the joke is is like Dominic my youngest brother is like I'm gonna buy wristbands off people so we can use it like he was bound and bound and determined and my dad was like oh yeah you know like <laughs> which by the way I'm not gonna call my brother Dominic his name's Pubby okay it's weird it sounds weird he's 18 we call him Pubby we've called him Pubby since he was a freaking baby and the reason is is because we were annoying and we wanted to call him chubby when he was little my mom told us not to call him chubby so then my annoying ass was like well then if we can't call him chubby let's call him puppy 18 years later we still freaking call him puppy and that's just that so puppy ends up buying wristbands off people in the pool he goes up he cons he doesn't actually con him he was very genuine which i was proud of and he walked up he like because dominic was kept going up and using the damn bathroom in the pool and I was not doing it I said I'm not getting caught with you and exposing my me not belonging or me not being a guest at the Marriott Dominic goes up in the pool buys gives this little story to these guys these two boys his age like hey my family's staying here yada 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 like do you think if like you can like give us your wrist he said I'll give you 20 bucks if you can just give me your wristbands and you can go get some at the desk that little shit walks back with two wristbands so we are wristbanding it up as just complete frauds, complete and utter frauds. So me and Pubby walk back, you know, balls in the air. We walk up to the, you know, Pubby's up at the bar ordering pina coladas. We're in the pool with our wristbands drinking pina coladas. The pool's like 80 degrees. I mean, it is like being in a jacuzzi and we are living the life. We're going by like four of us are going, the two of us. I mean, so we're just wearing wristbands. And then finally, we got to the point where we're like, well, we don't have these blue towels that everyone has. And like everyone had a blue towel. So of course, um, my aunt walks up to the cabana while she was in there one day and, you know, just gets a couple of towels. So we're just walking around with our towels. And so we definitely um, 
we definitely did the shit. So not only did we have the amazing beach, but we had the amazing Marriott Grand Resort that we were also partaking in. So that was the story of the Marriott. Because I was posting the shit out of that Marriott. It was bomb. So that was, and then we did 4th of July on the beach, which was awesome. Fireworks literally going off in every single direction. People shooting them up in front of me. The second the one went up in front of me, some kid was shooting it off in front of me. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. Because I have seen way too many horror stories. And I have been involved where fireworks have come at me or come at people. And I'm not about that. But we spent about two hours down there. And like fireworks are the kind of thing that after I see like an hour's worth, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like I'm good. But fireworks on the beach was actually really cool. I've when they were literally everywhere you looked, it was just fireworks. It was it was actually awesome. But Myrtle Beach was bomb. Loved it. Came back. Started a new job. But what I really wanted to talk about was this week. There was so much just smut that was released, and I am a smutty queen. So. Let's just get down to the skinny. So first things first is obviously everyone's heard about it. This isn't news to anyone, but Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin are engaged. So I'm not going to act like I even know who the fuck Haley Baldwin is because like I don't know who she is. I know she's a model and that's cool. And she's also Stephen Baldwin's daughter, which I know more about Stephen Baldwin than I know about Haley Baldwin because Stephen Baldwin was in the Flintstones and he was in the usual suspects. So hello. And that's pretty much all that matters about him. Haley Baldwin, I just like, I could take her or leave her. You know, I was definitely team Selena. However, I will say that, you know, I was so team Selena or Jelena. I was, I was for it. I was there. Everyone's living and loving Justin and Selena. But this final, you know, reconnect that they had I said you know what okay this is either gonna be it or it's not gonna be it like y'all can't break up again and then get back together again later like it just stop like now it's getting to a point so when they were done I was like okay like they're like they're like the high school boyfriend like when you're in high school and you kind of go off to college that like you keep going back and like wanting to hang out with you're like nothing's there this is old we're just this is just comfortable like let's move on people let's move on So he did. And according to friends really close, people really close to Justin, they're saying that like he is super happy right now. He's the best he's ever been. He's super involved in his church, you know, really, really close with his pastor. So allegedly he's in a good place. I mean, obviously, when you grow up in fame, you're not going to be you're always going to be life's different I mean no matter what so you can talk shit about him all you want you can get down on him I'm not claiming like I didn't like Justin Bieber like when he when he first started like I I didn't like I really honestly did not like it it was till I found out actually what he was capable of that I was like all for Justin Bieber and honestly I'm all for somebody who grows up in the industry who then has to face every single day being scrutinized he was a child I mean think about your angsty ass teenage years or your stupid ass teenage years and getting caught on paparazzi and camera doing dumb shit partying running from the cops getting chased I mean think about I never got chased by the cops but I can't tell you how many times I would come to school on Monday in high school and hear about kids parties that were busted and the cops busted and we ran from the cops we were hiding in bushes like just think about you getting taped I mean people would talk 
people would tear you apart, talk about how, how stupid and how immature and lame, like that's, his was just on a larger scale, whatever, I'm getting off my Justin Bieber soapbox. But you know what, I really have nothing to say about the engagement that I'm like, passionate about. I'm like, good for them. Is it gonna last? Probably not. But I mean, I'm gonna like, like, let's just be real. It's just probably not. He's what 24, I think. And I think she's you can see how much I like I do research to an extent, but honestly, I, Haley Baldwin's age is like the last thing that I give any crap about. But the thing about Bieber is that he has this tattoo of Selena on his arm. And when I was looking at the tattoo, I was like, okay, one, this tattoo looks nothing like Selena. It's the most ugliest. Honestly, if somebody, if he said, like, if I, if like, if I was Selena and I knew that that was the tattoo of me, I would be absolutely mortified it's awful and it looks like samara from the gra or samara from the ring with angel wings that's literally what it looks like so he still has that selena tattoo so that's cool and allegedly never mind allegedly something weird about him posting something of Haley baldwin and then they took it down today i didn't want to dive too much into that but so yeah justin bieber and Haley baldwin probably not gonna work out but you know they can be we can let them be happy that's cool. Um, George Clooney getting so I was scrolling through Instagram and I f you know, obviously follow E! News. And when I saw George Clooney's face, I automatically was like, holy shit, George Clooney died. Because I mean, like it was like the serious like picture of him, like like a, like a headshot. And I was like, oh, my God, George Clooney had a heart attack and died. And then I scrolled down. and I was like, oh, my God, George Clooney just got hit by a just got hit by a car on a motorcycle. Asking, he's fine. And I don't even really care that much about George Clooney. I'm not a big like George Clooney. like swoon. But he got hit by a car. Apparently the car pulled out in front of him and he hit and like went 20 feet. He got carried off and was and was actually released that same day and is like was at home but obviously like recovering which was horrible i mean that's a that's what you get for just riding at, and actually according to my family and according to my grandpa and my uncle the italian drivers are batshit crazy my uncle was telling me stories one night at dinner and so like that doesn't surprise me at all that you know george glenny would get hit on his moped but that was absolutely nuts. So I saw something on Facebook that I freaked out about. And I want to preface this because as somebody who is a musical theater nerd and who is obsessed with musicals and obviously in love with everything Disney, I saw that the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I know I said that wrong, of Notre Dame, I just felt weird saying Dom, the, no the Hunchback of Notre Dame, whatever whatever obviously it wasn't one of my favorites it scared me when I was little I didn't watch it I didn't like it but they're coming out with a like Beauty and the Beast version so and it's coming out in 2021 and I'm actually like really really excited about it because whenever they Whenever they do any kind of like musical adaptation, I'm just I'm a total absolute freak about them. So I am and I wanted to pull I had the um, I had the cast pulled up, but. OK, well, I will 
find that and get back to that because I wanted to kind of go over that. That was super exciting. Um, but yeah, anyway, so they're going to be doing a live adaptation of The Hunchback of Notre Dame and that is coming out. And I once again don't know if I'm saying that correctly, obviously, because I didn't really watch it. But it's coming out in Christmas of 2021. So the cast, which I am so in love with Gal Gadot, she's going to be Esmeralda. Um, Andy Serkis is going to be Quasimodo. Chris Hemworth. And see, once again, I don't know this. I don't know this. I just know the actors. And I'm jacked about the actors. We have Chris Hemsworth, um, Eddie Remain, Kelsey Grammer, Betty White, Jack Black, Anthony Hopkins. I mean... I'm so I'm just I'm excited about the cast. I I can't wait. Like I said, I cannot tell you one damn thing other than I liked Esmeralda and her goat about the storyline. Gonna have to rewatch it because it just wasn't one of my favorites. I'll say it. So saw that this week. Another big movie release that I am so excited about. And actually, I do want to give credit where credit is due. Shout out to my brother, Daniel. He did send this my way. Um, and then I went and did a little bit of additional research. So it was announced that they're going to be making a Joker origin movie. Oh, my God. And obviously, everyone in America is obsessed. And I like hate even saying it, but everyone is obsessed with the friggin' Joker after Heath Ledger. And I was so in love with that because I took pride in the fact that I had somehow along the way, because of me having no life and wanting to read and research and look up movies by whatever. And I was looking up like Christopher Nolan and his movies and other movies that he made one night and stumbled upon the fact that Heath Ledger was going to be playing the Joker. And I remember I was like, oh my God. And I just obsessed and obsessed and obsessed. And we went and saw it opening night in um, Estes Park, Colorado, when we were on family vacation, because I had to see Heath Ledger. And I remember I just... I couldn't focus on anything other than him the entire movie. I was just watching him. I had to go back two more times and watch the movie because I was just so focused on in the scenes. I like didn't really care. It was it was so good. Anyways, they're going to be making a Joker, a Joker origin movie and um, Warner Brothers is who's going to be putting it out. But Joaquin Phoenix is set to star as the Joker and... I am, I am so excited. I may or may not be just because I, whether people like him or not, I love Walking Phoenix. I have loved Walking Phoenix ever since Signs, which say what you want about Signs. Signs is, and I love Signs. I love M. Night Shyamalan. Do the most recent movies of his suck? Yeah, but I still like them. However, Signs was absolutely insane. And Walking Phoenix and Signs, even though Walking Phoenix tends to play, he's like an Adam Sandler. He's like a, he's a, he's a him. He's a, he's a Will Ferrell. Walking Phoenix plays Moody Walking Phoenix and everything that he does, but he does it so well. So I've loved him in Signs as the kind of weird, quiet brother. Absolutely loved him. He was phenomenal as Meryl. Swing away, Meryl. Swing away. If you know what you're talking about, then 
high freaking five. And then once again, don't care what anyone says. I absolutely love The Village. I, to this day, think it's still one of the scariest movies, even though at the end you find out the twist, which I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. If you haven't seen it, go to Netflix right now and watch The Village. I'm pretty sure it's on, I thought I saw it on Netflix. If not, you can probably rent it for like $3.99. Watch it, watch it at night and just watch it. It's it's beautifully done. Bryce Dallas Howard, I think, is phenomenal in it. She plays she plays the leading lady. Joaquin Phoenix plays. They're the they're the two they're the two mains. But um, there's a bunch of other great people in it. Adrian Brody's in it. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other people. He's great in that. He's hello. Walk the line. Johnny Cash, phenomenal in Walk the Line. Oscar nominated. So. He's going to be playing it. Martin Scorsese is going to be producing. And um, Todd Phillips is going to be directing. So he he was the director of um, Captain Phillips. Not Captain Phillips. <laughs> Ignore that. Not Captain Phillips. He is Todd Phillips. <laughs> So Todd Phillips was the, that's what it was, War Dogs, War Dogs, War Dogs, War Dogs. It was War Dogs um, and the Hangover Trilogy and Due Date and Old School. So he's the director and Martin Scorsese's producing, Thank, so excited. So they're saying that, and this movie is not going to be based in the DCEU so it's not going to be in DC's extended universe. So this is going to be DC. Um, so DC extended universe is all of like the crossover storylines that happen within like the DC comics. So this is going to be based directly on like the DC storylines and what they're wanting it to be like is they really wanting to kind of what they're going for. I read was like an eighties Gotham. So they want it to be kind of like this gritty eighties film, kind of like Martin Scorsese's taxi driver, um, in raging bull. That's what they're going for. There's not a lot out about it right now, but, um, that is what's out. And I am, I'm so excited. Walking Phoenix, for a while, people thought he was like batshit crazy because he was like saying he was coming out with like a rap album and um, he was looked like he had just absolutely lost his mind. And honestly, I was sad and thought that he had also had, you know, probably is maybe lost his mind. But it came out that he was actually filming like a like a mockumentary. It was a, like a mockumentary called I'm still here. So that was what actually he was doing whilst he was doing like this performance art. So I'm I'm excited. I like him. He does broody, he does sad, he does damaged, he does broken so well, so well that he just, I want him to do every broken, sad, broody, complex, I think it's just going to be great. So, exciting! Um, also came out this week was the Forbes, the Forbes 
women's, you know, top, top CEO edition came out this week. And who on the cover, but none other than Kylie Jenner. And say what you want about Kylie Jenner, whatever your opinion is, Homegirl is still on the cover of Forbes and Homegirl is still going to be, is estimated her worth of like $900 million and is estimated to be beat Mark Zuckerberg out for the youngest self-made CEO once she hits her billion. So that was interesting. And I know people, people are just freaking out about Kylie Jenner and how she's self-made and how she's not self-made and yada, yada, yada. Anyone who like takes time to like fight about stuff on the internet is just so, so dumb. If you take time to spend commenting and being negative. Now, don't get me like, I'm not going to lie. I will troll every now and then on Instagram, but like, I don't troll like a psycho. Like if I see something like I'm pretty sure that like I said, I've said stuff on like Kanye West's before and like Kim's, even though like I love Kim Kardashian, like I, it was a while ago. I don't remember what I said. Like I've said, I've said, I have posted a thing or two. I've trolled a thing or two, but I'm talking about like full blown emotional responses online. That like scares me. Like that scares me that people feel like a anyone's going to listen. Like, who's going to listen to, like, your argument or your fight online? Like, no one. So why are you putting all this time and effort into writing out this article to, like, argue with someone? It just, it doesn't make sense in my mind why people do that. It, it I, It's, like, one thing that I cannot, but absolutely, like, I'll, like, troll a post or two. But, yeah, people are pissed that um, I was reading some of the Twitter comments. People are pissed that Kylie Jenner is on this cover saying that, like, she's not self-made. You're not self-made when you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth. Like, people, calm the F down. The fact that she's turning 21 in August and, like, it it doesn't matter because she still is going to have it. She's still going to be a billionaire. She's still 21 years old. She still has created her own company. Like, I, I mean, g- give credit where his credit is due. I mean, I, I will always side with the fact that these people are business people. And whether you're going to sit and think of every reason in the book, why they don't or why they shouldn't or why they don't deserve that. The fact is, is that they're getting it and you're not. So it doesn't matter if they deserve it or not. It's still happening. So whatever. Kylie Jenner's turning 21 in August. I'm 26 and I'm not even going to like, go into my financial situation but Kylie Jenner is going to be a billionaire and she's going to beat out Mark Zuckerberg which I think is pretty freaking sick and that's my opinion on that but then one of the other like big storylines that I uh, came across this week which Starbucks is getting rid of their straws okay with the big straws and the sea turtles and I am a bleeding heart for animals and I am all about you know wildlife conservation of you know I'm so pro that however people are not happy with Starbucks because Starbucks is getting rid of their straws but then Starbucks is going to be creating lids so like the lids that you would get like at a Speedway or like a UDF, like they're going to be doing that, which do you know how many places have those tops? So like one, you're not. And then, you know, the the fight is now those tops take more plastic than a damn straw. So I mean, potatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes, people like 
Starbucks getting rid of straws is not going to end the fact that our planet is being overtaken by plastic. I mean, that's not gonna, it's not gonna change. Apparently, the US contributes 1% of plastic waste um, entering the ocean, which I like looked at some pictures the other day on like National Geographic of some of these, some of these countries and like the, the, the amount of pla it's like it's scary and i'm ignorant and i um you know ignore the fact like half other you know pretty much every other american the fact that that is happening and that's not going to stop and it's only going to get worse so as we all you know like turn turn a cheek and like brush underneath the rug like our you know our our oceans are dying and plastic is has nowhere to go and it's just building up and essentially it's just going to be wally like we're just going to be all riding around fat in motor scooters eating watching tvs in front of us and we're going to be surrounded by plastic i mean that's literally what it's going to be that seriously is what it's going to be but you know I'm still going to watch, you know, I'm still going to watch my TV. I'm still going to try. I'm still going to be. I don't know. Wow. I just got, I just went everywhere. I just went everywhere. I just completely 100% blacked out and just went with it. But the biggest news of all came out today with the Emmy nomination. So for anyone who doesn't know me, I am, my life revolves around TV and movie. I mean, who am I kidding? I know that sounds sad and people are like, oh, I don't watch TV. Like I go outside. Well, like I go outside too, but I love TV. I love film. I love, I love reality TV. I love network TV. I love HBO. I love Showtime. I love Netflix. I love Literally, I the um, the more I can consume, the better off I am. It's just I love everything about it. I I love knowing who's I love everything. I love actors. I love knowing who's in the movies. I know the name. I I enjoy knowing these things. This fills me. This makes me happy. That is literally what I do. So I am always so excited when the Emmys roll around almost more than when the Oscars roll around obviously I love the Oscars but Emmys are where I get freaking jacked so this year it is the seventh annual primetime Emmy Awards and none other but our Game of Thrones came back and just freaking killed it and is leading with 22 nominations for this year's show so Game of Thrones actually won back in 2015 and 2016 for outstanding drama series but then the handmaid's tale beat them out in 2017 because there was a whole shtick about the game of thrones wasn't eligible for 2017 due to the time of the episodes airing so the handmaid's tale is what took down um them in 2017 so Coming back this year, and I, this year is going to be absolutely, this year has been a f- great year. And the past couple of years have been great years for television. I mean, it it's just been great. The amount of shows, the amount of content that is being pumped out is, I am here for it. I am so excited for what Netflix and Hulu um, and all the other 
you know, holders and providers are going to have to offer because this past year was great for television. So the main big mama jama, so the the nominees for best best drama series these this year we have The Americans, which is on FX, The Crown, which is on Netflix, Game of Thrones, HBO, Handmaid's Tale, Hulu, Stranger Things, Netflix, This Is Us on NBC and Westworld, which is on HBO. And I've watched pretty much, I've watched all of those shows except for The Crown, This Is Us, and The Americans, but everything else I've watched and I've devoured and I actually really want to watch The Crown. I really want to watch This Is Us and I really want to watch The Americans, but I just don't have all that. I don't have all the time. So as you can see, competition is going to be freaking stiff. And honestly, I mean, people are jacked about West. Like Game of Thrones is my mecca. I love Handmaid's Tale, though. Handmaid's Tale is the one of the best. And I know it's not an original screenplay it was a book but it is one of the best television shows that has come out in a long time i'd say game of thrones is like top 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 and obviously stranger things is good but handmaid's tale is 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 my second without a doubt it is and for anyone who is not watching it because of the storyline or because of the fact and the reason why i love the handmaid's tale i want to make it very clear I do not love The Handmaid's Tale for political reasons. I just want to put that out there. I love The Handmaid's Tale from a viewer's perspective, strictly from an avid, from a lover of art and from a lover of film and story and storytelling and acting and set and and costume design and cinematography for a lover of what is television, like, you know, it's phenomenal. And if you haven't watched it, you have to watch it. It's eerie. It's creepy. It's it's insane. I mean, it's going to leave you at the edge of your seat. It's really great. So the fact that all of those shows are against each other this year, I don't I I don't know. Do I think Game of Thrones is going to come back and sweep? Yeah, but honestly, Stranger Th- Stranger Things, there's there's just no way. But Handmaid's Tale, and I mean, people love Westworld, but Handmaid's Tale is so big right now that it's it's definitely going to be between Game of Thrones and Handmaid's Tale. Um, honestly, this year, I think the ladies outbeat the men. Like, for what I've been impressed by, the amount of women or who, the women that are nominated this year, personally, I think definitely outshine the men that are nominated this year. That's my personal opinion. So just for like the drama series, we obviously have Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. We have Sandra Oh, who's making a comeback with Killing Eve. And then we have obviously others, but then the tops are going to be then Evan Rachel Wood with with Westworld. Those are going to be um, your tops. You have Tatiana from Orphan Black, who she's been nominated the past couple of years. But I, it's definitely going to be Elizabeth Moss. I think I think Elizabeth Moss is going to take it. One, I, that's that's who I want. I think she deserves it. Lead actor in a drama. I mean, you have Jason Bas- Bateman for Ozark. I liked Ozark. Ozark did not plow me over like everyone else. I'm not. 
I've seen it. I've seen the drugs. I've seen the kind of, you know, the very like cool, and by cool, I mean like the cool colors, the the way that it's filmed, the filters that they're using. Like I've seen it. It, it. it reminds me too much of other things for me to look at it on its own. It reminds me too much of just everything from the drug storyline to the to the where it's based where it's filmed it it's it like it like pulls from like true blood from bloodline from breaking bad it just it it pulls from too many other things that i can sit and look at ozark on its own and judge ozark on its own so ed harris for westworld sterling k brown for this is us honestly he's probably gonna take it um that's who I would, I, I don't know if, I, I don't, that's who I would say, but the leading actress, leading actress, and then supporting actress, it's just, the actresses this year are bomb. Supporting actress in a drama series, we have Cersei Lannister, um, Lena Headey of Game of Thrones, Millie Bobby Brown, our 11 from Stranger Things. We have um, Thandie Newton, who's Ma from Westworld, which I think is really dope. And then we have Alexis Bledel and Anne Dowd um, from The Handmaid's Tale. So we have Aunt Lydia and then Off Glen. And I'm not going through everyone. I'm going through the people who are, I'm going to think, be highlighted, which I'm so excited for The Handmaid's Tale nominations in this because that's so deserved. And I am absolutely so excited about that. So... Supporting actor in a drama series, we have um, Nikolai Coster from Game of Thrones, who's Jamie Lannister, and then obviously Peter Dinklage, which I love. But David Harbour is Jim Hopper. I mean, the fact that he's nominated, good for him. David Harbour as, um, yeah, that good for him. And then Joseph Fiennes as Commander Waterford in The Handmaid's Tale. Honestly, I love Joseph Fiennes. He disgusts me so much in The Handmaid's Tale, but that's his job. That's his purpose as his character. That's what his character is. That's his character's. That's what he's. That's what you're supposed to feel. It's a. I'm. (laughs) It's just such a good Mandy Patinkin for Home, Homeland. It's a good year. It's a good year. Oh, guest actor in a drama. We have Cameron Britton from Mindhunter who played, oh my God, if no one's watched Mindhunter, please not, don't walk, run to Netflix and start watching Mindhunter. So good. So amazing. But um, Cameron Britton was the main serial killer that the... Um, Oh, y'all. Yeah, so. And then his name is at the tip of my tongue and I'm totally just, oh, spacing and I'm going to find it. And Edmund Kemper. So the serial killer's name is Edmund Kemper and he plays him and he plays him. Oh, I'm so happy that he got nominated. If you watch Mindhunter and after you see the scenes with him in the prison, if you actually go and look up videos of um, 
Emin Kemper and watch him. It is scary. It is scary how well Cameron Britton does Edmund Kemper. It is terrifying. And his story is real. And what his murders are real. It's mind blowing. He's nominated, which is super exciting. Um, I skipped that. All these posts, they always post like a shortened. They always post like a shortened list. They don't always post the whole list. I'm finally seeing the extended list. And then when we get into comedies, comedies are always kind of like meh for me because I'm such a drama girl. I love drama. I love thrillers. I love I love darkness. I love brooding. I love the emotion. But I, 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 I also love comedies and 100%. There is a craft and there is such a special a special magic about comedies but I for the ones that are nominated I'm going to be completely honest I have not seen anything and that makes me so sad but that shows you exactly what I watch because um I haven't seen any of the shows nominated for it but I I know exactly what they are and I know who's who's in them and who stars in them I just I don't I don't I, my my first thing is not to watch comedies, and I'm going to be honest, when I do watch a comedy, it's the freaking office. So, and I've seen that 70 million bajillion times, because I fall asleep to it every night. Molly Shannon, guest actress in a comedy for Will and Grace. So, the one that I cannot wait, I cannot wait, and I actually just started watching this, lead actress in a limited series, Jessica Biel is nominated for The Sinner, and I also started watching The Sinner. If you have not watched The Sinner with Jessica Biel, oh my god. So it's, for those who don't know, basically Jessica Biel wakes up one day, And out of nowhere, her character, as she's at the beach with her family, just up and out of just complete nowhere, stabs and kills a guy on the beach. And it is gory and it is disturbing and you see all of it. And it's just, that's it. And then it's about her and Bill Pullman, who plays the main detective, the kind of washed up detective, who... It's kind of like they're kind of like they're 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 like feet, you know, he's trying to help her and figure out why she did it. What's the stem of it? She just says that she did it. She doesn't know why she did it. Guys, Jessica Beale is not has not been in our hearts since pretty much Seventh Heaven. I and also I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, which obviously everyone probably guys love because she like is in her underwear and p- people love Jessica Beals and who wouldn't like Jessica Beale in her underwear. Anyways, it's great. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend, but she is one I hope. And honestly, Sarah Paulson is nominated for American Horror Story Cult and even though, once again, Sarah Paulson shines in everything that she does, I hope Jessica Biel takes this because Jessica Biel's work in the center is, un- it's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Everyone's going to love John Legend's lead actor nomination in a lead series for, um, limited series, excuse me, for Jesus Christ Superstar. Honestly, he's probably, I don't know, this is a tough one. This category's tough. So lead actor in a limited series. 
We have Antonio Banderas for Genius Picasso, John Legend for his portrayal of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesse Plemons is nominated for his episode in Black Mirror, USS Callister, which I absolutely loved that episode. Jesse Plemons, we all know him from Friday Night Lights, but he does have his episode um, in the most recent, I, the most, is it the most recent or is it the previous I think it's one of them of Black Mirror and his it's a really great episode. Darren Chris um, for the assassination of Gianni Versace American Crime Story, which is really cool. And I have not watched that. And as a Glee fanatic and lover, I'm ashamed of myself and I want to watch that so bad to support him because I heard that he's phenomenal in it. Benedict Cumberbatch for Patrick Melrose. Have not seen that. Once again, love Benedict Cumberbatch. He he can't do any wrong in my eyes. Um, Jeff Daniels for The Looming Tower. And Jeff Daniels coming out of the work. I'm telling, I'm loving, I'm love this year. I'm loving this year. I'm loving the people on this list. It's just, it's so rich. And Regina King for Seven Seconds. Supporting actress in a limited series or movie. Love Regina King. I mean, I can just, I'm excited. So those are the really things that I, I love, love, love. Obviously we can, I don't want to, we could really get into the writing and whatnot, but I know that that's not what people really want to listen to. Not all people. I know some, but so yeah, that was released today. So I cannot wait, obviously cannot wait for that. And then that'll kick off once the Emmys start, that kind of kicks off the award season. And then we'll do Emmys, Golden Globes, Actor Screen Guild, Oscars, that kind of Tony starts going, everything just starts. And that's my favorite time of year. That's when I live tweet. And that's when I get crazy. Ugh. Well, <laughs> I think I've just about exhausted myself. That was a lot. I had a lot to talk about. Like I said, there was so much that came out this week that I just could not wait to come on and have a little chit chat, have a little catch up, have a little smut gossip sash, which I love. But yeah, that's all that I really wanted to like kind of do today. I just wanted to kind of ease back into everything and talk about stuff that I love, which is smut and movies and and TV and celebrities and yeah. So thanks for hanging out with me for the past hour and listening to me ramble on about all these, you know, fun things. And I think that's going to be it for right now. I hope everyone has a fabulous Friday. Have a great weekend. It's going to be hot and I cannot wait. But yeah. All right. So until next time, everybody. Bye.